His name was Richard Archer. Richard was 92 years old. He lived at Forest Hills off of Warwick Boulevard. And I would often drive by there, and the Lord would say, you need to stop in and visit Richard. Well, this went on for about a year. And each time I would go by there, I would say I didn't have time. Next time I'll go. And a year later, Richard had died without me going to visit him. You see, Richard was imprisoned. And often we think that just means someone who is in a prison cell. But Richard was by himself. He was home alone, had no family, no one to visit him. And there are many like that today who are quarantined and can't go anywhere. They're in prison and they just want someone to visit them. It can even be through Zoom or a phone call, but they just want to be visited. And the Lord gave me a year. He tried to shepherd me for a year to make a left turn off of Warwick Boulevard, and I never did. I got a call from a parishioner a couple of months ago. It was on a Sunday right after 11 o'clock Mass. They said, Wanda Gomes is sick. She's in the hospital. Here's her phone number. I said, okay, I'll give her a call. I said, I'll call her tomorrow, I said to myself. We had a funeral at 10 o'clock, and I was going to call her afterwards. Right before the funeral starts, I get a phone call from this parishioner who tells me, I just want you to know that Wanda has died. Sometimes God doesn't give us 24 hours to just pick up the phone. He wanted to shepherd me, but I did not follow. You see, there's all kinds of illnesses. Wanda was sick, but we have people with spiritual illnesses, mental, physical, emotional. There are so many types of illness. It's not just the person that's in the hospital. And God is calling us shepherding us to see those people and to make contact with them. Her name was Katie Portress. My 84-year-old grandmother. She disappeared after going to the grocery store. Couldn't find her for days. It felt like the police did not even care because she was 84 and she was old and had just been diagnosed with a little bit of dementia. So they figured she was just out driving around. We found her dead five days later in an easement by herself. And we couldn't get people to help us because they thought she was just an old lady who had lost her way. You see, my grandmother, she was, she was naked. And what I mean by that, she was vulnerable. She was elderly. And it just, nobody seemed to want to really help the way we felt like they should. God was trying to shepherd people to help, but she had already been cast aside 
because of her age. Then there's the little closer to home, the Tuesday morning group. You know, the folks that help feed the homeless. They get here at like, oh, dark 30. I don't come that early. And when I first started here at St. Joseph's, when I found out about this group, you know, they're feeding the hungry and the thirsty, literally. Literally. And well, I would do a communion service on Tuesdays. So I had a reason to come down and to do the communion service. And while I did that, I would go over there and I would visit them. Well, the virus came. And so we weren't having a communion service on Tuesday. So what did I do? I stopped coming. For months, I didn't come. And I heard about it. I heard about it. I forgot that they were thirsty and they were hungry as well for friendship, for me to just come over and chat with them. And more than anything of what I know about them is they love to gather around in a group in Courtier Hall and, and I could pray for them and to ask for God's blessing. They just wanted me to be present. And so I've started going back, not every week, but that's my goal. Because they're my people. I love them. And I should be here to support them. And you know what? They don't ask for three or four hours of my time. I can show up for five minutes. And they're happy. It's affirming to them when we show up to be there with them. To know that they are supported. There are so many ways that people are thirsty and hungry. They're thirsty for friendship, for community, for the Word of God, just to have someone to talk to, someone to pray with, someone to affirm them, someone to forgive them. They're hungry and thirsty simply for our time. Now in these examples, what I've realized is I was imprisoned by my own selfishness. I was ill with my own sin. I was naked in the false truths that I was living out. And I was thirsty and hungry for my own pride. So last week, we talked about stewardship. And the first part about stewardship is just being open to the gift that God wants to give us in life. And everything we have is a gift from God. Okay? The call to make a left turn is a gift from God. The call to walk across the street is a gift from God. The call for someone to just help find my grandmother is a gift from God. Everything God is asking us to do is a gift from Him. And what's so beautiful about it is in the readings today, in the Gospel especially, God is trying to shepherd us to help Him. So God gives. We use, he uses us as a conduit of His grace. And then He says, wherever you help the least of my brothers and my sisters. You have helped me. So the God who gives 
who gifts is the same God through us that receives. Stewardship is the generous return and cooperation of what God has given us back to Him. And I can never see it more clearly than when God is giving us the gift to serve Him literally in one another who are His body. God gifts to His body. I just had never thought about it that way until earlier this week. And it is so beautiful to know this. So I have some questions. What is so important or more important than what God is calling you to do? And everybody here knows what I'm talking about. We know that when God is calling us to do something, what is more important than that? Ask Richard. Ask Katie. Ask Wanda. Is there anything more important? Who in your life is hungry or thirsty or naked or ill or in prison? And what is God asking you to do? Because as we celebrate the solemnity of Christ the King, He is a King that did not come to be served, but to serve. And that is exactly where He is shepherding us. And when we follow Him, when we answer His call, we become sanctified. We are made holy because it is God 